Are you are you ready? I'm I'm getting into position, dude. In the starting gates. I know. I like that your hair is coming back. <laughs> uh, all right, let's pop it off. All right. And I say we will do it. You're like you're, you're like I'm warm now, baby. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need. That's why it's a little little most awesome. Little banter. Little one, two, three. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 125 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. And with me, as always, your sports spice of life. Most awesome. Ooh, I'm just marinating in those almanac juices, baby. Dude, I just that's brain you want next to the grill. How you doing, brother? What's going on? I am fantastic. Good. So we were talking a little pre-pod, doing some yard work. Got the sprinkler system all squared away. Oh, perfect. Coverage everywhere. Well, how many how many times a year is that? Is that just one? You set it up? Like how do sprinklers work? It's timers? Like what? Yeah, yeah, it's timers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so every like about the the spring. I got it started late May. I turned them back on, and then over the winter they get all out of whack. So you got to adjust them all. So oh, like just, just like, the weather, weather and stuff. They just yeah, move. yeah. The ice just moves them, fucks up, brittles like eats away at the the tops of them. And so sometimes you turn them on, and it's like Vesuvius, just gusher, just coming right out of the ground. And then I was really lazy about going to like Menards or Home Depot to get some sprinkler heads to replace it. So I finally did that dug it all out got in there it's basically they're just like plastic things that screw on and then you got to turn it on you get wet you get soaked it's a good old time oh fascinating yeah what's also, also like are, are you a lawn man is that is that a thing i do i do mow my lawn yeah yeah, yeah. i do mow yeah my lawn. but lawn like are you just like is, is that a thing just like kind of like people are prideful of their lawn you know like i live in new york not a lot of lawns going no, on so no, it's just no, no, like no. Yeah, I mean, I definitely we we purchased we we wanted we want to get our lawn back into shape and get like some of the crabgrass out of the way, so we did purchase. that could be a sponsor of this pod Sunday. I don't know if you guys are listening. Uh, you probably are, but it's like a delivery service for like supplements, I guess, for your lawns, like real like some some HGH for your lawn. Get that beefed up, beefed up. So is there like I heard that like homeowners association or something is is there like a is there quality like you have to have your lawn is that a thing like or do you get like like just like stink eyes from the neighbors if you're just not rocking that sweet green palette yeah right well sometimes we did have when we first moved to indiana we lived at a place and we lived on like three quarters of an acre and i had a push mower which is like a fucking four-hour adventure and this guy our neighbor cut his lawn uh like twice a week on like a riding lawn mower and would make kind of passive aggressive comments about a lawn <laughs> when it got to i was like look man if you want to take a swipe at this it, it'll be, go it'll for it go sick but now we live on like a quarter acre and it's much more manageable i can get it done in like 30 minutes well rock and roll guys fear not we do have much more hot topics to hit than sweet lawn talk episode 125 we're gonna rip from the headlines we're doing nba finally uh, does MA have it? Sports card edition. We'll oh. get into what that means. A lot of fun there. We're doing Mad Chef. That's right. A new segment. We're talking a little cooking styles between MA and I. We're doing a Neapolitan Showdown. We're talking best fast food 
surprise. Going to get into the brand and a gambling corner. We're talking AFC South over-unders. That'll be segment three of eight before we get into the NFL season. And we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. All right, Ripped, NBA. Why are we talk about that this week, brother? Ooh, we're so close. We're so close, B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real sports, not just golf. Not no. just <laughs> Cactus League baseball. By NASCAR. the time you're listening, yeah, NASCAR, uh, July 30th. First two games, Utah at, I guess, at, they're all neutral sites. Yeah. New Orleans, uh, Clips, Lakers, the 9 p.m. game. We're so close, B. Yeah, so they set up the system. Um, so we all know the plan. We're not gonna, we're not gonna dive into just like the quarantine and everything and all the yeah, mass. Yeah, like, yeah. it's going down. Like, they're gonna figure it out. It's just like, what do you see right now? Like the schedule. I know we talked about are the right teams in. The big thing I think on the macro I want to talk about: Will the championship? Let's say everything just plays out how we plan. Will there be an asterisk next to it, or is it just like we took a slight delay? That's the real championship. Oh yeah, I th- I think there is. I mean, if something weird happens, I think the 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 asterisk increases, right? If like the yeah the Grizzlies like come out and just run out and they're they were like a sub five hundred team and they just catch lightning in a bottle, I think you, we would put more of an asterisk on there than say, for example, like the late Lakers or Clippers or Bucks, right? If yeah. any of those three teams went out you know, 30 years from now, we'd be like, oh, this is a weird thing that was happening, but at the same time, you know, the best team throughout the season was one of the, you know, one of the best teams at the end of this. Is there any kind of advantage or disadvantage? Like, I know we're kind of talking about, is, is everyone's obviously on the same kind of floor coming into it but is there one team that was kind of hot coming into the end of the season that might have like kind of petered off coming back that was using that momentum and on the opposite end was there a team that was kind of cool like cooling off they were just like let's get our shit together and now they got a true chance for a run Ooh, that's a good question um so the hot teams first that was cooling off um you know like the trailblaze well no they're, they're, well let's they're, talk let's let's talk let's let's macro the macro really yeah and yeah, also yeah. like it isn't historically like those hot teams coming into the playoffs can kind of coast a little bit yeah and i mean now, yeah now i mean yeah they can they can definitely if they've got their seat they're just playing for home court advantage right yeah so they're they're just doing that i mean you know you look at like i'm trying to not go with the obvious teams like denver Denver was. Don't worry about it. Playing. I just say, I just say your take. Your take might like just be on the nose, but still your take. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, the Clipper, the Lakers were playing their, the best basketball at at kind of the break, um, and really was looking pretty dominant. The Clippers were kind of coming up there, but they they were taking so much time off and trying to figure out. I think they were really trying to, you know, they're the ones that are going to have to ramp back up the most. I think because they were going to use this last like third of the season to to really kind of you know dial in their rotations. Um, so they'll, they'll, they'll be interesting to see how they come back. Um, and then the, like the, the, the Mavericks and the, the Grizzlies, like those were two very interesting teams, like toward the bottom of the, uh, the Western conference that were, you know, it was interesting to see like how those young guys were going to produce and, and play, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, because we're looking at a little thing too, and I know we talked about it before, like I'll just bury that comment. We talked about it before because we'll wrap back yeah. around now that we're gearing back up. But there is... But guess what? It's it's quarantine and, <laughs> and we're fucking struggling for sports. We pretty much have talked about it before. <laughs> I give you what you want. Yeah. I'm sure if, even if it's Police Academy, you heard us discuss it. That's right. Uh, there, this is going to be interesting, right? Because there is like, everyone's had time to rest and to heal. And I think like, I, it's not as much as like the NFL is just like, oh, these guys are tired. They can't do it. But no one's had to kind of put the brakes and like, so everyone is super and super excited to play basketball. Like, how do you, are we going to see some of the best basketball we've ever seen? Or does the lack of actual like crowd going to affect it so much that it kind of just levels that off? Yeah, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see the veteran teams like that have guys that have been there before. They're going to be able to bounce back quicker then say like a job Morant who's still kind of doing dealing with all of the hurdles of the NBA rigors and now like getting thrust in this weird scenario yeah. of playing like, you know, like we, we talk about it all the time athletes, there's a natural rhythm to how they play and going to the, going to the, you know, to the stadium and getting that rhythm. Now they're, they're basically playing in like giant ballrooms. It's going to be weird. They're in this quarantine. They have all these rules. They got even these crazy rings what they wear to make sure that you know that they're not COVID positive. It's uh, it's going to be weird setting. And for those that can block all that out, and by and large, I think that would apply a lot to veterans who've been there before, like so LeBron James and those guys. Yeah. Um, we're going to see them ramp back up pretty quickly. So I think we're going to see some uneven basketball. How do you kind of picture watching the game without a crowd there? I, I, in, in some ways I'm super excited because my biggest, like my biggest sports fantasy is to sit like courtside for an NBA game because I want to hear that action. I want yeah. to hear that conversation, that talk. Uh, I don't think we're going to get it. Cause I think it's pretty blue. A lot of times there's gonna be a lot of F-bombs, a lot of, a <laughs> lot of choice yeah. words coming out of there, but um, I, you know, it'll be, interesting i mean like when we watch like uh the basketball tournament tbt like if you ever watch any of those games there's not a ton of people in there they're in like mid-level college gyms and the basketball is pretty entertaining to watch um i don't it's not like uproarious crowds that are just drowning out the noise and there's no like you know you know jumbotron playing music in the background yeah exactly yeah i think it'll be a little bit more common i think we'll just i think they'll lower those basketball levels and we'll just the 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 game callers those guys are going to be the ones that are going to be having to carry the load our experience will be based on them yeah do you think this is like like it's it's a rare opportunity like are we kind of looking at it's almost like a practice but for stakes like we're going to hear obviously we already hear like the the sneakers like squeak and everything on the ground, but we're going to actually kind of, are we going to hear like LeBron James being like, Oh, like pick, like we like pick and call for all that stuff. That's going to be fascinating. If we do that, I will be a pig and shit. I will be so excited because the the underrated thing is, is like everyone, no one realizes. And even on the the NFL level, I know we've seen like the program and they like had all this insane (laughs) talking shit, which is crazy. But like (laughs) the, the in-game chatter of an NBA team, yeah. like they're taught to cut to to consistently talk and communicate at all times. I remember that just like like in like it was just like started in middle school. It's like just talk, 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 talk. Like yeah. just let everybody know, let everybody know what's going on. And it's just like we we see their mouths moving sometimes. We're like watching on TV, but we don't actually hear what they're saying. Yeah, you don't get to hear it, and it's like I mean, 
you know that's the that's the thing it's and 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 that's to me that's the most exciting thing to see because you could hear that 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 will open up another level of like the the intricacies of like a basketball play right? in-game we don't, we, yeah we don't get to see that we don't hear we we see them make these moves in in the kind of flow of it but we don't understand like the communication that goes on to kind of di- direct that traffic a little bit yeah because the game's so fast it's like the nfl like they always have time in between like we're back from commercial break we're going to show you what happened on that last play and it's chris collinsworth snore but it's kind of showing us and like just doing kind of what the breakdown was and now we're going to kind of be able to like hear that in real time, but you're hearing something against that. Maybe they're not going to do it. Are they going to put in big crowd noise? What's, no, what's I, I think it's going to be like, so there, there will be a few people there in these games. There, they'll be, each team can have up to five people. They've just, they've just amended the rules each for scouting purposes can have five people in attendance at a game. They're all high but level per, people per player or per team. Per team, per team. Per team. So, so I mean, you could have you know 150 people in the in the audience, right, watching amongst all the other players. But I think they're just going to lower the court level, you know, audio down, and they're just going to pump the 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 game callers, right, the sideline reporter, and you know, the color and the the play by play guy. Like, I just think that that's going to be in. I'm surprised that they haven't given us a shout. Uh, you know, given our Twitch experience. Oh, I got to tell you about this email I got. Really? No, it's not that. Oh, I'm fuck. sorry, I got you excited. Damn, man. <laughs> I Damn. pitched for you. I pitched for you really hard. Um, yeah. No response. Um, really fast. So as soon as these teams kind of drop off and we get our final teams there, like, and they're playing into the tournament, like, do you still feel like our level of interest is going to be as high as it usually is? Because there's nothing competing with the NBA right now. Yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, like I said, the play's going to be a little bit choppy to begin. Um, so as long as some unforeseen circumstances don't come and derail what we're going, I think we're going to have all eyes on it because we still want, we still love sports. We still want to see it at the highest level. And I think if anything right now, it would be a great, you know, break. You know, people need to disconnect every once in a while. And what a great way to, or, or option to choose in, in that aside from news or just fucking netflix i'm so sick of netflix and turning it on right now it's like i don't yeah I don't, there's nothing on here yeah you go back it's just like that. you go back to the same screen you're just like oh shit that's right i just cycled through this like an hour ago right, All right last question whether like uh let's say anthony davis dunk or harden like drains a three are we gonna get into the uh, ah or just like any harden like oh eat my breakfast or like there's just like <laughs> is there any reason to do that now <laughs> like you kind of need the audience to throw that down yeah yes the the the, <laughs> the stirring the pot the it like it will seem so fucking weird <laughs> so bizarre be so bizarre you imagine like just like um who is it like marcus smart kind of doing his thing it's just like ah but it's like there's no there's just like 50 people like in yeah. this crowd it's gonna be nuts it'd be it'd be really weird to see lebron james like take the chalk and like <laughs> exactly just be like well no one's exactly. here what am i doing uh, this for yeah, yeah. i do that's really funny yeah i haven't even thought about that there's so many of those little things that are gonna be like what am i doing this for like russell westbrook like when the game call he likes to run and sprint to the corner and like scream to the crowd like, yeah you're not gonna do that anymore dude like what are you what are you gonna do are all right well all fucking mickey see it together um all right does ma have it let's go all right guys um oh i'm nervous so, 
I have a box of baseball cards. I'll bring it up right here. Holy shit. Oh, I love it. I love the box. Yeah. It's yeah. got the water <laughs> level water stain down. on it. It's sure, the yeah. perfect fucking it's a, baseball card box. It's an old box of cards. So here's my idea. Before MA, we're going to get it. So, guys, um, what we're going to do is I'm going to draw 10 cards at random. How hot are you in baseball, by the way? Do I to, should I avoid baseball? No, no. Well, it doesn't matter now. I don't, I, I, I don't know anything about this segment, and I thought we were dumping it for the chef, but now I'm super excited. <laughs> Let's go for it. Uh, so here's our guys, and we're going to introduce a contest. So here's the okay. contest. Okay. I'm going to give away this box of baseball cards. Fuck yeah. So this, there's a lot of segments going on right now. Follow us, guys, if you can hear. So it's basically, we're going to do this, and we want to inspire a MAMA parenting tip about we're gonna do do a peewee panel so we want parents out there that have athletes as children that were athletes themselves to get on here the kids don't have to come on but we're gonna talk a little bit about peewee sports and then we're gonna award whoever at the end and we're gonna deliver this box of cards to that team whatever the team of your kids is and we'll also throw in a box of like booster packs of whatever their favorite sport is where they participate so people can open things up and not just have like all my like watermarked baseball cards that's uh, what we're gonna do. yeah they're like steve Sachs. i don't <laughs> want this guy so uh shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to participate we'll throw that off uh we'll do this does ma have it four weeks in a row and then we'll do the contest um five weeks from now you ready brother 10 10 cards at random these cards For are sure really dude old. just gonna dig in ready ready as i ever will be it's fine there's nothing you can do to prep for it So wait, the, when when were these like? Well, this is when you you when were you collecting baseball cards when you were like ten years old? Yeah, there's not there's not a card in here that is older than twenty years. Yeah, for sure. I like it for, for sure. sure for sure. Maybe, okay. Actually, maybe thirty years. These are old cards. <laughs> these <laughs> oh are old shit! Cards. Are these these aren't hand me down cards? Are they? No, no. These are these are my cards. These, these are your are cards. Okay, cards. you you remember pulling these out of the pack? Okay, I like. I do. Well, <laughs> memory's not that good. I okay. do like based on memories from day from day from day. I trust that I did pull these out of a pack at one. Oh, okay, good. Okay. All right. Uh, Will Wolford. Will Wolford. Did he play for the Oakland Athletics? NFL. Oh, L L NFL. I'm sorry, Will Wolford. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying baseball. Oh, oh shit, Will Wolford. Uh, what am I? What am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to tell you? Like, what Guys, team, did you, what play team for? did you play for? Yeah. Oh. Or you say you don't have it, bro? This is hard. This, this is, is hard. really hard. This is what's, what's weird is like a lot of listeners, and you know what? You guys can email us. I already said the email address earlier. If you think you can do better, like this is this is a tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. I thought we were talking baseball card. I thought we were talking baseball. That's how I was. I can go I can go back no, no, to baseball. No, no, this no, no. no. You're baseball. good. You're good. You're good. Are we talking Chicago Bears? Uh it is Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Tackle. Bills. Yeah. Oh, okay. With the neck brace and everything like that. Oh boy. This yeah, is gonna this... get real fucking rich. <laughs> Let's go for it. Um he played for the Buffalo Bills. Not a lot of information on the back of this card. So it's that pro set. Everybody remembers pro set. Yeah that's a no nice information. One. I mean the 25 packs 25 cents a pack um oof all right coming out of the gates here we go oh this is oh star picks rookie of the year yikes oh i remember my, i remember my grandma ordered me this pack off of like uh the tv thing not not even the like thing where you could buy things like it was just like an infomercial i was like i gotta have those she gave me um yeah. mark carrier 
Mark Carrier. You see, he was rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, yeah. Defensive, right. He was a safety, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, did he play for USC in in high school? Or he college did. He yeah. absolutely did. Yeah. Well done, bro. All right, one for two. I don't. It doesn't actually say the NFL team. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll just count that because I want to look it up. One for all right. I think, um, he, I think he played. I do think he. Well, I mean, it's like I think he played for a couple teams, but I think he played for the Bears. I don't remember. All right, we got um, Ben Baker. Oof, Jesus Christ, Ben Baker, is ben, a football player, basketball player, basketball player. Oh my God. <laughs> Ben Baker. Um, oh man. Um, ben Baker. Ben Ben Baker. B E N Baker. Ben Baker. I don't B-I-N know. B I N Baker. Oh, V I N Vin Baker. Yeah. Oh, he played. Oh, Vin Baker played for the Milwaukee Bucks with oh! the Hartford. Went to Hartford. Yeah, Vin Baker. I yes. thought you were saying Ben Baker. No. Vin Baker. Oh, I'm sorry. I was the good thing I spelled it out. Vin Baker, yes. Yeah. I famously had a famously had a uh alcohol problem. Oh. I was like, Ben Baker. Ooh. This is Tony Woods, NFL. Tony Woods Pittsburgh Steelers? Defensive tackle? Uh, Tony Woods, defensive end. Defensive yeah, end, okay. Point. Yeah. Also, these cards are old, so I can't – he was on the Seahawks at the time of this. You know what? We're just – we're adjusting it. We're going to do just sport – or not sport, just position. We'll do position. Okay. If you get position, then I'll assume you know what So that's, that's a win, too. So you are three and one. Oh, man. Okay. That's – I have a NASCAR card. We're not gonna no, make it. no. <laughs> I, yeah, I got audible. I'm, I'm calling a pass. Uh, oh man, you're deep. you're making me fucking work for this today. I know this is yeah. This is well. I'm trying to I'm trying to get through the uh, the baseball. Oh, this ain't gonna work out well. We'll see. Bufford McGee. Is this a baseball player? No, this is football player. Oh, not a good God. start. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, pull back for the Rams. Pull back for the Rams. Oh, you need you, you pull the trigger on that. But Buford, yeah. McGee. Oh, Buford. What I say? Bufford. Okay, I'll have to... that's all right. Oh. I wouldn't have gotten any other way. Larry Zonka. Larry Zonka played for the Dolphins. Running back. Beautiful. I love it. There you go. Needed nice. that okay. one. So what are we? Uh, we're three and three. Yeah. Uh, no, two. I got Will Wolford and Buford McGee, and I've got Mark Carrier, Vin Baker, Tony Woods, and Larry Zonka. Four and two. Oh, you're four and two. If you if you get a winning record at this, this is I'll challenge anyone listening to do this. This is this is absolutely insane. Okay, I'll do. No, not gonna do that. I'm trying to get through the. Um, I'd like you to do this with magic. Oh, actually, I just pulled a magic card. I I, I know nothing about Magic the Gathering. Fucking I know. Chalk, I, chalk that L up now. You know, in the future, I want you to do it for me. Like, I want you to draw Magic the Gathering cards and see if I can answer what that is. Oh, all right. Latrell Sprewell. Oh, Latrell Sprewell. It could, that could be Golden State. 
Like we do the Timberwolves. Okay, well, here, here we go. I'll, I'll give you, uh, not a bonus point, but if you want to show off a little bit, uh, the card is from 95-96 collection, Flare Ultra. Oh, then that that should be the Golden State Warriors, right? Golden State Warriors, you got it, buddy. You got it. So it, uh, that's five and two? Yes, sir. I like how you pulled the trail out, and you're like, ah, you got all disappointed. <laughs> well, I was just like, like, this is not going to stump him. I know, like, I like, I like a little bit of a challenge. Oh, okay, this is... Ooh, okay. I like we're, we're figuring out this game as it goes, <laughs> but it's uh, Craig Erickson, NFL. Uh, okay, this is tough because I'm getting thrown off because there was a Dennis Erickson who was a head coach. Craig Erickson. <sighs> Fuck. I'm going to be pissed on this. Is he a, is he a tight end? quarterback for the buccaneers oh man god damn it craig erickson you son of a bitch <laughs> we're five and three five and three i mean i'll give you this this looks like oh no yeah i'll give you this okay just yeah. to uh, do all the sports eric davis eric davis from baseball yes eric davis played for the cincinnati reds yes sir look at that look right at that there. outfielder Cooking with gas. Um, all right, we got one more to go, yeah? Yeah, six and three. Six and three. This is this is like okay, so I'm gonna super deep and random. That's a fantastic four card. That's a comic book card. I'm a nerd. <laughs> I didn't even know they made fantastic four cards. I know, I know. Not a lot of people do. I knew it very well. Uh okay, all right. This I'm giving you this. I just saw a football helmet. I went with it. Oh, God. This will not for you. Jamie Holland. Jamie Holland? NFL. NFL. Jamie Holland. I'm going to go outside linebacker. Wide receiver Raiders. But we're, you know, we got 10. I know everyone's having a blast hearing me dig through cards, but we're going to end on a positive note. So I'm going to give you. Just pull one out more. Yeah, there we go. I'm jealous about this. I love this. Terrence Mathis. Terrence Mathis is Terrence is, is a football player, right? Yeah. Wide receiver. Yes. Look at that. Wide receiver for the Jets. That's right. Well done. And just for just because this was behind it, and then we'll end it on twelve. So you are what are you? Seven and four. Seven and four. Um, Ray Crockett, NFL. Oh, Ray Crockett played for the Lions, defensive back. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, again, uh, we're doing the Pee Wee panel, MAB Sports Podcast. Uh, if you have kids, we're going to merge that into MAMA Parenting Tip. Just talk about your Pee Wee experiences. Again, get on the panel. We'll vote a winner, and then we'll ship all these old cards with a new box based Ooh. on what kid Ooh. wants the team. Not old to me, people. New segment, Map Chef. Bring us to the jam. <laughs> I'm, I'm holed up here in New or in LA from New York. Was cooking with boy Aaron Champion. 
uh, we were making steaks and yeah, you were. we had the idea of just like, how do you cook your steak? So Map Chef, what it's going to be is we'll just talk like, it's not going to be like we're going to give you recipe tips. It's going to be more like main dishes, how we make it. I want to get your take on how you cook a steak. I like it. Can I tell you, I, I told you pre-pod that in college, I was a broadcast and cinematic arts major. I actually pitched a show to the like student network called The College Cook where I would go in and bang on the door after like a Thursday morning or like a Saturday evening, like party and like bang on their door and try and like make food out of what was ever left in their fridge, which would have been just basically like, we always could pull the ripcord and just drink beer and make eggs. But that was like, that was the whole bit. That's insane. Like we, we actually weren't developing shows. Like we were like, at my company, like we put together a thing of just like the chef that would come in and just take your leftovers and like make a great dish out. Look at that. Fuck it. Map connection, bro. Map connection. Map connection. Yes. I wanted to do it because I wanted to go and drink beer in the morning and like <laughs> and make make Bloody Marys and then like whatever like leftover pizza we could. We all the other thing we were like, well, if there was nothing in there, we would just order pizza and that would be the thing. Like Did they shoot great. it down? They didn't love that? Oh idea. yeah, yeah. The the guy who ran the TV station was one of the professors at school, and was like, "It's too like fratty and all this other stuff." And we had another show, show that right. was um, like a like a talk show type thing, and we had like Man on the Street, and like we did this thing where they did like a trivia show, and either they won free movie tickets or they had to eat a mealworm, and then he shot that down because he thought that was too much like Jackass. <laughs> Uh, touche. All right. So, um, how do you, are you, are you a grill master? I do like, like to grill. Yes, I do. I have a smoker that I don't use a ton. I usually smoke, uh, the Turkey for Thanksgiving. Um, but I do like to get out there, especially now and grill steaks, hamburgers, brats. You had some brats with us, brah. Oh yeah, I did brah. That's right, brah. Anyway, yeah, right before exactly. get in that car and exactly. That I've never, eat, I've never seen a man eat fucking a, a bratwurst <laughs> so fast to try and catch a train. Well, it's weird. Like, I started worried about it. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, what, I'm 40 minutes away? Yeah. I need to get moving. <laughs> right, right. What yeah, yeah. a station. Uh, all right. How do you cook your steak, bud? Okay. What's so the, what, I've what's got, the... I can go, I can go either grill or I can go oven. Cause keep I it inside. A, Let's keep it, keep it, it inside. Keep inside? Okay. Yeah, because grill's grill. Grill's Here grill. Go. Yeah, you know, and it's like, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a medium rare or rare guy. So. What's, what's your cut? What's my cut? Yeah, well, you cut a steak. Oh, I like, like yeah, yeah. I like uh, I, I like a ribeye, and I like a New York strip. Those are easy go, easy easy peasies. So I had to look up this. Like, so I'm a strip guy. I used to be yeah. ribeye, like too fatty for me. Like you're already trying to cut away from like around the marbling the entire time. It's just sure. like a tough load. I'm a New York strip, but I learned like difference between like a New York strip and a KC strip. Do you know the difference? Oh, I do not. KC strip has the bone. Just look that up. Oh, look at that! Nice, I like that. I don't. I think I like the New York strip over the case. I I hate working around the bone. There's so much like meat that gets left on there. I feel like a savage when I have to chew on that bone to get that meat. (laughs) You're you're still gonna do it. All right. So how are we cooking? So what outlook? So I I mean, obviously, I'm a pretty straightforward on the marinade guy. Like Worcestershire sauce, salt and pepper. Keep it pretty clean and nice. It's really about the good cut of meat. Getting like something with a little bit of marbling, not overly fatty. I've got a good place that we go to that we get like nice grass fed, grain finished, like cuts of beef. So we go there. So that's all the good start. So I keep it real, real simple with that. Make sure I get it uh, at least up to room temperature before I start it. So I don't want steak can't be out for for less than thirty minutes before I cook it. 
I did hear about this. Like, what's the room temperature thing? Well, like, it's you just, your could, meet at room temperature? No, no, no. It's you don't want to. You just don't want to pull it out of the oven and then throw it on the grill. Oh you yeah, get, yeah. You wanted to get a little bit not room temperature, but you wanted to get a little bit like I guess room temperature, but you wanted to get a little bit warm. And I think it's for when that when it grills. I don't know if it like if the meat is like more loose and can like absorb any of the flavors that's coming up through it. I don't know the science before. Sure. I just read it. I don't know the things. I, I know, brother. No, no, you're right. Like I've heard the exact same thing. I was just like curious about it. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're in there steaks room or the steaks at room temperature and yep. then you're throwing them in so the I oven. Got, I got, skillet. I got a, I have a cast iron skillet. Okay. So now it's got to get a little like butter in there, get that nice and going. Then I get it as high going as I can really get that thing fucking hot. Then boom 30 seconds on either side and then i get it into the oven for six minutes on basically like basically broil at that point get it at like 500 degrees three minutes on either side so for six minutes total pull it out and i shit you not is a perfect perfect medium all like medium rare all the way through it is nice and pink it is fucking beautiful baby that's right i got something to learn i'll take your hint from that because it's like so my thing, and I used to, someone told me I did it backwards is, I think you're right. So I just, I go, I want the flavor of the meat to stand out. So I go yeah. a lot, a lot of pepper, yep. not a lot of salt. If, if there is some sort of little seasoning, like I'll do a little Lowry's or something, but lightly because I, yeah, I want yeah, the, yeah. and then I'll pop it in the, I'll pop in the oven okay. because I just want, I do the broil because I just want the cook to get going. Yes. And then last second. To finish it off, I'll throw it in the skillet because I just I want to bake that flavor in. But like the, the thing I heard against that is like I've heard I'm wrong and like Champa's told me wrong because it was like you're supposed to throw it in the skillet because it's just it's kind of like a house you're setting up those walls to keep all yeah, those because you get the sear on either side. Yeah. Yes, and that's why you want it to be like really super hot. That's why the cast iron is really nice because I can do basically I can do like our whole family steaks like four steaks. I, we got a big cast iron skillet. Right, yeah. and then that flavor just—that's all—that's the only thing we really use it for. It, but then getting that, you sear that in. You got all that seasoning, that pepper in there. Then you sear it on the other side, and then you know the the, the juice is in there while, while it's in that high temperature broil. Yeah. It's really infused in that meat. So, are you super confident? Like, do you take it out and just do like a little like preview cut, or you just like yeah. the system is so tried and true? Like, I uh, yeah, yeah. At this point, I have it dialed in, right? And it's like, and like I said, we're if it's rare, like it's not going to bother me. Like, I'll totally eat it. So, yeah. the first couple times we we're like dialing it in, but it was it was pretty, it it's been pretty on point. The timing sometimes, if you're doing other stuff like balancing out the timing of it, can be because it it happens so fast that you got to be on yeah. it. Um, but yeah, usually, and I'll, I, I've never got the, the, the thing for me, like people say you should like let meat rest for like five minutes. I always feel like that's such a long time because you want the juices to kind of absorb back in. I've always felt like that's been a long time. And then my steak is like a little lukewarmish. I don't want, I want it to be, I want it to have a little bit more heat to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No problem here. I've never let a steak sit for five minutes. Like let's go. It's out of the oven. Let's go. Yeah. yeah right here. Get, get, get on the steak. Fire. Cause I'm ready to eat it. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, give us the grill regimen just real fast. Like boil it down. So, so, so grill regimen is usually four to like five minutes, basically just flipping it over once. Same thing, getting it up really hot. Then I like to turn the heat down once it's up, probably to like medium high 
you know, or medium, yeah, medium high. Uh, and then just again to get that sear on there once, flip it over, sear on there twice, and uh, get it in the house. Um, but I mean, I like, I know there's a lot of different marinades out there that people like, but I am like a classic salt, pepper, and Worcestershire sauce for me is like the best. I know there's a West lot of people that, yeah. I know a lot of people fuck around with that. I know there's, there's been a lot of people and I did try it for Dr. Mrs. The commission's uh, uh, birthday. We did like, I did like, I've seen them where they take like the, like the, the butter that's like with like garlic and all like the, the herbs and spices in it and like yeah. literally coat one side of it and then sear it like that. It didn't get it, it. They were super buttery, which is really nice, but I didn't get that nice sear on it. Maybe I put too much butter on it too. I'm not sure. It's great. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have like a tip for us, shoot us an email at MMB sports podcast at gmail.com real fast. Right before we jump into, I am hungry. Speaking of hungry, we got to yeah. show down best fast food, French fries, which we'll get into. Oof. It's like, uh, what's your top two, two side dishes for your steak? So I always like a green asparagus is fantastic. I love asparagus. So yeah, I'm always going to go, always going to go with asparagus. Um, you know, I, I like rice peel off. I can always do a little rice peel off, but mashed potatoes are always good, but those, those are harder to get like on the reg cauliflower potatoes. They're a nice little thing that you can get and uh, microwave those while it's going. Yeah. Rafa, I, I made mashed potatoes again. And it's just like, it's obscene how much butter you have to put into it. I refuse to do it so much butter and salt. It's just like my mashed potatoes look closer to like a potato salad. Cause it's just like, I'm not putting any more butter in this. Like, I'm just not, I'm not. I would, yeah, I would rather do like a, like a hash, like almost like a, like a home fry style instead. Right. Do that. Yeah, exactly. Or we did, we did string not to go back on the fries. We did shoestring fries. I was trying to go for that air of elegance, right. For the, for Dr. Mrs. <laughs> Commission's birthday. So yeah. we did that in the air fryer, which I don't know if you've invested in an air fryer B. It's the uh, shit. The air fryers have, are the shit. I've, you know, I've had five shirts since March. There's not a lot of investing going on. Look, brah, you can, like, Amazon can deliver brah. that. Brah, brah. Fair but, you could, but, but it's good, man. Tots. You like tots? Steak fries? Anything. You can do a lot of shit in there. I don't know. A lot of potato talk. Speaking of potato talk, Brazen Jam. So let's leave it alone. Because we can't see eye to eye. Neapolitan showdown back in we were talking potatoes last segment and we ain't gonna stop now because we're in too deep we're talking best fast food fries so see a little picture somebody ranks some fries and you have an opinion about that yes uh i think it was first at first we feast or first we feast i think it's the guys that do the oh the hot wing the hot, the hot ones yeah, yeah 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 exactly um and they had a whole like segment of i think there was like nine on there uh, this is like three by three of fries. And I, I, I'm a fry guy. I'm not going to lie. This body yeah. definitely is a fry body. <laughs> so I was like, I, I like a particular set of fries over every one of them. Do you, and I was do like, you ever, I don't want any challengers on this. Do you ever go through a thing where you're just like, I'm not going to do fries. Cause I realized like some, like if it's, if I'm at like a pub or a bar or whatever and order the burger, like, and you have that, like, plate they give you so many fucking fries i yeah. get like fries or cheese. they're just like so many of them it's like i don't need any more fries right right do you go right. do you go through stretches where you're just like i'm good on fries yes i think like 
fast food at that point i'm just like fuck it who cares but at, at like dinner time if i'm or at like a restaurant sitting down and like you order a burger i'll definitely try and like choose like a healthier option than fries because you're right you get this like heaping mound of fries it's just and you're eating you're just it. like why am i eating these like do i give a shit about these and you're like oh i don't i've also probably had like four beers too so that's like all that plate of fries plus the whole plate of fries that's in front yeah. of me you know i don't need it so i will definitely like uh i'll definitely try an odd for like when i go to like if we ever go to like a like a nicer restaurant like i will i will always get like steamed vegetables or steamed broccoli i love yeah. steamed broccoli give that to me i'd rather have that all day i'll take that but that's not what we're here to talk Fuck about no it is hey let's talk about fries right now uh, i'm gonna give two that i just have to throw off the list if there's one on yours you'll be docked obviously 10 points oh we're coming uh, out of the game. For the pounds you gain from getting those sonic fries sonic fries get off the board they taste like scrambled eggs it's a weird thing. Someone told me they taste like scrambled eggs. And I was I can't get it out of your mind. And I couldn't get it out of my mind. And now every time I taste it, I'm just like, it tastes like a scrambled egg. Which That's is a weird, a weird thing. Like, you can't wash down a burger, which is what we're talking about. I'm going to wash down a burger with some fries. Yes. I, it doesn't matter because I only get the cheddar peppers and a burger. And I don't, that's how I do it now. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Even, I don't even know they serve fries. So let's not, well, other, okay, so I'm not, I'm not going to step on the lead. The other one I'll give is like, um, this is probably going to be our list, so I'll save it. But remind me of Arby's in case you don't bring it up by the end okay. of this. Okay. Is Arby's okay. on your list? It is not. It's on my console bracket. Yeah. They're way too fucking salty. Like you get those. So, bro. Yeah, yeah. So there's two options, right? There's you're the not curly. a curly guy? Is that what you're saying? No, like, everyone's obsessed with the curly. It's just like, guys, this is like you're hammering with seasoning. Like I can only eat two of these. I can't handle it. Yeah, they're they they are a bit much. First off, if you're eating Arby's fries, it means you have to go to Arby's. <laughs> you don't do that. Right. I'm pro Arby's though. I'm pro. Arby's. Are you pro pro Arby's? Oh, God, you yeah. like a big Montana? What are you talking uh, not, about? Not big man. I, I will do. I I don't want like I don't want so much beef. I can taste it. I know it's yeah. ironic today, but like, don't give me the big one. But if you just give me like the, I know everybody's gonna like talk about like the beef and cheddar and all that. Sure, you can do that, and that's that's still a little rich. But if you just give me that medium RB sandwich with like a bunch of that just like RB sauce on it, not the horsey sauce, get out of my face. Obviously, white creamy pass, but a little yes. RB sauce. It's like that's a taste of sandwich. But that's the horse, like, but the horsey food. sauce is has heat to it. Which like that's where your your convictions really the rubber meets the road right there, my friend. <laughs> it has heat to it, was canceled out by it has dried milk in it. Gross. All right, we'll save that debate for future pods. Uh, right out of the gate, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the season wedges. This is gonna be a weird move. I'm doing the season wedges from okay. like middle school. Like when oh, you got, the cafeteria. Yeah, you remember those? Like, oh were, yeah, that hot was lunch, day. baby. That was, that was a good hang, you know? It was yeah. just like, oh. after the lunch, going to eat the. It was just like, I really look forward to those. Those are good. I could go through all of them. Not over-seasoned, but a little seasoned, a little kick on it. Perfect. Yeah, see, I I never, my mom would never give me money for fucking hot lunch, dude. Never in a million oh, years. Oh, you're, you're a pack-your-lunch guy. Totally. Yeah, my mom packed my lunch. I never, I never, I never could get her to shill out the 250 to get the fucking square piece of pizza with like four pepperonis on it. Never in a million years. You so want to hear something I, wild now? Yes. Like my nieces, they get like Jimmy John's. Like that's their lunch. They can get that. They also live in Illinois, but they can get like nice food now. 
it's not fucking these like prison lunch things that we get back in the day. That's crazy. And also like even now in hindsight, two fifty sounds like it's a high price tag for what was showing up on that tray. But like, how was it like, um, we're so in my school, we were envious of the sack lunch guys. Cause they were just like, is there a lunchable in there? Is there like a little Debbie? Like what's going to show up in that brown bag. And we just like, we had the, we had the prison trough as everybody else, but it was reverse for you. Like you were envying the hot lunch or maybe it's like the grass is greener. Totally grass is greener. You a hundred percent right there because yeah, I definitely looked at it. I was like, Ooh, are those tater tots? Yeah, <laughs> and that looks really yeah. good right now. But yeah. no, I was like, the standard issue was like salami sandwich, yeah, apple, like some sort of hostess product. Like my mom wasn't, she wasn't cheap on like chintzy on the dessert. Like she get maybe a fruit roll up, that's nice, and like you know a juice box or something like that. Uh, in Indivity bag of chips. Sometimes the chips would find their way in there. Shout out to you, Chris Allen. Keep your hands off my fucking Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no, never, never, never fucking hot lunch. Maybe if I forgot it and then I have to scrounge up like some money or like bum some for some friends, like then I'd have to go that. Was there any uh, trading going on? Were you trading like your oh, little yeah, Debbie yeah. for like, um, like what I give those mashed potatoes or give me those green beans? But I was, like, very much the, like, they would offer it up. And I'd be like, no, no, I'm not going to. Like, unless you want my apple, I'll trade you for another little. But I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not, you know, fruit by the foot, give it to me. Did you polish it all off? Oh, fruit by the foot. That's good. Oh, do you have one? Those would go a long way. Or, like, uh, just, like, a bag of Gushers, a little innovative bag of Gushers. Like, that was, I mean, that's me being in the yard prison. Just perfect. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because you could actually, you could actually take that, chop that up. The gushers, <laughs> and then like you could move some real weight like on the on the corner, right? <laughs> like you know, bang bang. Yeah, you know, when we get out to recess, I'm the team captain. Here's your four gushers. I'm picking first. Let's go. Right. Don't don't put the hostess in my hand. Put it over there. I don't want to get caught for this. I'm going to do a bid. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, what's your number three, brother? Number three, uh, Wendy's natural cut fries. They're good fries. Sea salt delish i like them underrated get it with the baconator fuck yeah too much burger fries balances it out i like it yeah i guess perfect it bleeds in my number two like people are talking about the people got so obsessed with the square burgers we're sleeping a little bit on what they do with their fries like it's a good it's a good fry through it like it is and that's what i'm looking for also it's just like it's not overcooked and you know you know i'm not a big salt guy like, I don't need to add salt to everything. I am a savory guy, but it's just, like, there's an obsession with salt. Like, I was talking about, like, making mashed potatoes. Like, sure. I don't need a lot of salt. But it is one indulgence. I'll be, like, salt it up. Let's yeah. rock and roll. Let's it's go. good. It's a nice salt, too. I like it. It's better than, yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm sure – I don't know if it's going to be up there or not. But, like, I find M&M's – or M&M's. I find McDonald's fries to be too salty. I don't mm. know if it's going to be up there on your list. That's mm. my preference. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna have co-top spots. We'll get into it. When we get into it, what's your number two, buddy? Ooh, they're not open on Sundays, but that's okay because their waffle fries oh, are the fucking yeah. shit. Damn, you just might have won this. Yeah, that is that's a good. So they're always cooked right. Uh, you're right. You get them six out of seven days of the week. So yeah. even just like the availability is making me like I was just like, oh, you're you're off the radar for a day it's just like sure. it. Ooh, i need a nice 
playing hard to get Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like uh, the, I always eat them all, and there's not too many. I don't keep going back to this. Everybody wants more bang for their buck, but it's like the exact number that should be in there. And as soon as you get done, it times out with a chicken sandwich. Again, remind me, do your thing at Chick-fil-A, but also I want you to remind me about like you're just all sandwich first, and then you go all fry, or you go all fry first, but you don't mix and match, right? Yes, the, you are correct, right? I don't go back and forth. Uh, usually if I'm feeling the fries, I'll go for the fries. If I... Uh, if oh, I it's, not, it's not even consistent. Like you no, might no, switch it's not. No, 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 I break... I break formation all the time. You know what I mean? I got to keep, I got to keep them guessing. You know what I mean? I don't want them fucking trying to get my pattern. Yeah. So, but yeah, I will. Uh, I think a lot of times when I'm driving and eating, which is, uh, if you're driving it, like that's a real fat guy problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if yeah. you're driving, if you're eating a lot of your meals while driving, it's a problem or you work in like some sort of transit industry. But, uh, but yeah, so if I'm usually when I'm driving, I'll eat the fries first because they're just easy. And again, it's like I want to get the, I want to get that in there. I want to get, yeah, yeah. I want to eat it. Yeah, 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 it's definitely like it's it's a great like just passenger companion. It's yeah, just like for here we sure. go. Like, for this sure, is for this sure. is helping the drive. This is an exciting drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so what what do you love about it? Oh, they're perfect. They you can get like they've got a lot of different sauces sauces that go with it, like the Polynesian sauce. Oh, we're sauce. Nice. I like the little sauce on there. What's Polynesian. Polynesian's the little, little like orange sauce, whatever that is. They call it Chick Fil A sauce. Okay. And then you get a little ketchup, a little Polynesian sauce, um, but it it perfectly like gets a nice lathering on there, but not too much because it's got the waffle, the ho- the holes in it, and sure, I can yeah. load up, man. You know what I mean? It's good. And like you said, I think you did nail it in the fact that it is the perfect amount. It is. They don't overindulge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want. I, I guess like sometimes you eat fries, you're just like I'm exhausted. Like I'm not I'm worn out. Like, My I jaw hurts. I like how you said like it has the it has the slats in the waffle fries, so just that extra juice you don't need to be eating just drips through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like perfect calorie control. Nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. <laughs> right, right. Thanks, thanks, Chick Fil A. <laughs> uh, my number one is I'm going with McDonald's, man. Like childhood, like it just and what, it, what was it, your number two? Did you say your number two? Yeah, it was Wendy's. You oh, call okay. it. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Send a link on yours. Yeah, gotcha. Beautiful. I mean, right. you, you might be able to beat me with this number one, but I might try to do the old fashioned block on your number one. But I don't think you're going to say this. I don't think you're going to say this fry, but I'll give it a shot because I'm already Please losing. Please do. Yeah. But I will say, um, McDonald's, everyone listening, like that is the quintessential like childhood memory of just yes. like, and one thing where you can go through the drive through and it's just like, oh, I just, can we just get some fries real quick? And just like eat the fries as legit like snack. Like I want. Them. Oh, you and did that. Yeah, when they're cooked perfectly. Yeah. And when they're just like on point, it's just like, man, these are fucking good. See, I would have thought you would have been that they're too salty because they. I have got. I know. I know. You're. You know me well. Most yeah. You know me well, and it's they could not be salt. They could be pretty salty. Like, depending on what when you get them out, like what what, what level of the batch you get them. Yeah, you're pretty right. And also, I think for being McDonald's also, like, uh, every Big Mac tastes the same. Every cheeseburger tastes the same. Yes. But you do find some inconsistency with the fries, which is yes. just because I think they set a high bar. But if you get those cold fries, and also, like, they don't la- – if you eat them when they're room temperature, it's over. Yes. Like, McDonald's fries, you cannot drive home and just be like, all right, now I'm going to eat my fries. It's just like, wow, what happened to these motherfuckers? 
McDonald's fries are the avocado of the fry world. Like they just have this threshold because sometimes you get them in there like they're nuclear hot. They are fresh out of the, that oil. And yeah, well, like where you're just like, it's dangerous. You guys are serving these at this temperature. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) These behind the register. You got a lawsuit against (laughs) your coffee. You should have fucking a warning label on these fries. But then you're right. Like if you get home sometimes and they were kind of lukewarm to begin with, they're oh, damn near un- inedible by yeah. the time you get home. That's bizarre. by the way, I, no fast food's ever made it home for me. So, fucking <laughs> uh, eating in the car. Like, like in your car, it's fine. Yeah. I right, give me your top. Okay, so I'm gonna do the you vlog. Guess it. I don't think your top spot's gonna be here, but you did spend some time in California, so I hope you're not gonna say. But I think animal style might show up. I'm gonna say the In and Out fries. Okay, nah, good. No, all right. So I lost. No. I lost Their it. fries stink. They're, they're bad fries. I just thought you might go a little nostalgia and a little like uh, animal style because it's one of the only places, the fast food places that will decorate your fries for you. And you sure. like a good sauce from your sandwich. I do. I do my, like a good sauce. My logic is sound. You're on point. You're on point. It's just the fries themselves. Yeah, no good. Are not, are not good. No, I, no. Uh, five guys, Cajun fries mm. all day, all day, er day. They, nice. they cook them in peanut oil. It's delicious uh their burgers are fantastic five guys wildly underrated yeah people are sleeping on five guys they are sleeping on a thousand percent the other thing i had on my on my uh on my list and i don't know if you have these these around you i know there's one there's a there's a bunch in chicago and they they're huge they do like the italian beef but they have uh crinkle cut fries which are fucking amazing i'm talking about portillo's if you have a portillo's nearby it okay. is delicious because it's delicious because you can get the fucking Italian beef like dipped, right? And so it's like the bread's a little soggy with the beef yeah. and the peppers. Oh, yeah. You can get mozzarella cheese. Ooh, beef. It's oh, delicious. man. I ain't got me fired. Why are you so hard? I should have eaten before this podcast. It's perfect. Well, let's. Uh, it sounds like you like a good cut fry in any shape. We'll cut this fry to a W for most awesome. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Brandana Gambling Corner. Bring us to the jam We did the East and North for the South segment three of eight, getting your NFL season kicked off. Oh, yeah. This, um, uh, so the AFC South is playing the AFC North and the NFC North. What we're doing in this segment, guys, is most awesome is going to tell me a team. I'm going to say my over under, and then we're going to debate if we should put some hard earned Mad Bucks on it. Um, all right. So, this overall, like my macro view on this division. It's weird. There's a lot of quarterback yes. moves going on inside this division. It's the like the third year we've been doing this, and the third year we've said like this division is fucking bonkers. Yeah, right? like because it's a of, like, weird division. It's it's hard to say weak, also, right? Because there's just like there's and there's we'll talent. get into it. No, there's talent in this division. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's the darling. I think of the NFL, like the Titans. There's going to be a lot of just like people rooting for the Titans. And like, all right, we'll say you know what? I did it in the wrong order. First team, let's go out of the gate. You want to go Titans? 
no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, 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 okay. Let's go. Uh, probably the the undarling of this division. Let's go to the Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars. Okay, so um, so what? A year ago, we had Foles, who's going to be the savior of the Jags. Yeah, uh, goes out week one. I guess the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, broke, broke his two. collarbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. broke yeah. his collarbone. Yeah. And so uh, Minshew comes in and. Gardner. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, he comes yeah. in and he's just like, I mean, he is like Lynn Sanity. You know, like he comes in, and everybody's like crazy. Like he's getting all the interviews. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, everyone's yeah. just like doing that, and it's um, everyone's freaking out. Yeah, he looks like he's kind of close. It could be it, but it's also one of these things I think we've seen before, where it's just like it peters out a little bit. It seemed like it petered out at the end of the season, and so now we're looking at like a Minshew, McCowan, Rosen, like QB competition. Right. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? If you had, if you had QB competition on your bingo card. Like you can check it off a few times before we get out of the segment, just as a heads up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what is, is that? It's true competition. Who do you see coming out on top? I mean, I definitely think he is going to take it, right? I think, you know, McCown is just a, you know, a perfect backup just to, sure, get, yeah. to, to see what it is. And, you know, he, he did perform when he performed well, he performed pretty well and he looked pretty good. Um, but yeah, I think the Linsanity comparison is like a perfect parable for what happened with him. Like he just came out of the shoot and you're like, holy shit. And then kind of died down. Well, it'll be interesting to see because I don't, the, the Jags just aren't going to be very good uh, this year. So it'll be interesting to see like, are they just going to ride with him and see what he can do? And then depending on where they fall in the draft, maybe they can look to like invest in a real quarterback or are they going to go and like, all right, well, he's a six round draft pick. He's wildly inexpensive for the most crucial position on the field. Like if he shows some things, maybe we can build around him. Yes. I mean, is there any competition with Rosen or like, we talk about this all the time. It's just like, it's just weird that like Rosen's ship has already sailed. And it's unfortunate because it's, it's so it's, it's a, a valuable asset that's now has bounced around right arizona miami now here different coordinators yeah. so, it's, so it starts to lose value also right like it's yeah really yeah it starts to lose value and it's just like the development you know he he needed development coming into the league and now it's just getting yeah. stagnated and he's not going to be able to get out of the blocks and it's unfortunate because he has talent he rosen is a good player but you know sometimes it just it needs to all come together and all sync up you know like some of these other teams that we'll talk about later on yeah so i got the jags at um i feel like it's low but i gotta go low again um with playing the afc north and nfc north i mean that's fine but you got the the texans which we'll get to and obviously the titans in the league i got them five and a half over under it's four and a half Holy sh! That's low. Yeah, it is. Low. I'm not saying it's low for them. That's low for a Vegas line. You don't yes. see a lot of fours. It was. I was shocked. I had a couple like check around a couple sites just to make sure that. But Odd Shark had it wow. on July 4th, so like two weeks ago. I haven't seen it like anything more recent than that. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be. I mean, I think got. They have a tough schedule though. Yeah, yeah. So the, just throwing off the Titans, but let's see if we can rattle off five wins real fast without uh, boring the audience. Like, I mean, hosting the Dolphins—that could be a win. Um, 
at the Bengals, that yeah. could be a win. Uh, and you guys can't see the teams, but we can see it. But it's like it's Chargers, Texans, Packers. Those are losses. Steelers lost. Browns are probably lost. Vikings probably lost. I have Titans their last the last five of the like five games at Minnesota, home for Tennessee, Baltimore, at Baltimore, Chicago, and at Indy. I mean, that's at that point, it's an zero and five sled for them, and yeah. they're going to start at best, at best two or three and three or two and four before they head into that bye week. There's yeah, so we always we we always have like games on there. Yeah, you're right. We always have like the the three and thirteen, the four and twelve teams. Like there has to be one of those teams. And even Vegas aren't setting those lines. Like there has to be one. But Vegas seems to be like all in. Like this is gonna be one of the bottom feeders. It's um, I would just stay away because I it's hard to get under that number. It's hard to be just like a, a NFL football team's just going to win four games. But like you could definitely see like, you know, like a like a two and 14 season. And the only, yes, for sure. And the only reason why I think that they're thinking that in Vegas has set that is because they have for 2021, they have $95 million in cap space. So it's the third highest in the league for next season. Uh, in Joku, the uh, defensive end that has been like kind of, you know, arguing for a long-term contract, he probably won't be back. Leonard Fournette. I don't know if they. I don't think they picked up his fifth year, so he could be a free agent, or they could sign him. But like, I it it's it reeks of a team that's like we're going to tank. We're going to yeah. You're, tank. you're you're actually great at this. Also, like remind me of that stuff too. Not before I give my lines, but after because you're absolutely right. Like there is this. There's two different like attitudes in a locker room, right? It's just like we're going for, it. and there's also like as soon as you get that attitude, it's just like oh, like we ain't winning shit this year. And if everybody feels that from like management down, like then that affects the players. And they're just like, whatever, they're not going to make those tough plays. To, like just try to get that win. Like yeah, everyone time. wants to get out of there healthy and go somewhere else. It sounds like. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two team. Who you got for me? Uh, let's go with the Houston Texans. I haven't been off by more than a game and a half, which isn't impressive. Actually. I, a game and a half is a, a big margin for me to be off. But this is a wonky year, though, too. So don't don't you you you've been dialed I, in two years in a row. So don't don't beat yourself up on this. All right, uh, Texans gave up DeAndre Hopkins to get that missing piece. That's right. What do we need? <laughs> we need fucking running back in his David late Johnson, injury yeah. prone, uh, and then probably the least respected coach in the league, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, no one has had a wilder pre-COVID three months than fucking Bill O'Brien, right? From awesome. dealing dealing Hopkins to the Tunsil trade to all the shit that goes on. Like, you know. Also, like here's like let's let's dog ear this right now. Like, hear me out. Yeah. Does Watkins start the player empowerment era in the NFL? You mean Watson? Watson, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Does he start it? Oh, by saying like either Trade, me or, trade me or I'm not playing. Yeah. It's not that this year's too soon. He'll play yeah. out this year, but, but I think he has, he has so much support for it also where I think he could do that. And all the players, cause all the players are already come out and it's like, did he like, didn't he have a tweet or something or he supported like Hopkins, like moving, or there was like, there's some vocal support about Watson being like, this situation's fucked up. Like, congratulations on getting out. Um, Oh man! Yeah, you might have to look that up. I do think he did sit there and said, "I remember after the Kansas City game, 
he said, you know, that he supported like Bill O'Brien and Bill O'Brien was his coach. The I know Hopkins tweeted out when Mahomes got the $500, $500 million contract, like I can give you 24 more reasons why from the 24 and 0 comeback. I, 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 I don't know, but I do see where Watson could sit there and like really try and flex, flex his muscle. Like I don't see him pulling like a, I'll sit out. And we've already kind of seen that a little bit with Le'Veon Bell Chris Jones kind of hinted at it a little bit, but he'd be the, the first quarterback, like the first like real yeah. marquee player to sit there and say like, I'm not going to do it. Uh, although I don't know if that's in his. It does seem DNA. like a style. I yeah. mean, yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem like a style, but I, I think if it's not as dramatic as that getting through this season, if it still feels like bungled, like eventually you have to be like, you look to the NBA and whatever. And it's just like, Oh, like I can, you know, and these contracts being signed with Garrett, with guaranteed money, you can be like, oh, I can kind of force my hand a little bit if the situation's that bad. All right, it's, it's, a, it's a tough opening sled. Uh, well, let me give you my overrunner, then we'll look at the actual uh, game slate. It's, it's a really tough opening. I have it at um, still like them, a little touch and go. I have it at eight and a half games. Ooh, you're just a little hot today. Seven and a half. Oh, man. Full game. Seven and a half. That's. So he's top ten quarterback in the league. I, I I know he lost a weapon. That seems for the division he's in with the Colts and the Jags. I'm I'll put money on the I'll put money on the over on that. That's the thing. This is the thing that is 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 tough to read because you're right. You're like quarterbacks are the most important like position on the field, and Deshaun Watson has the ability to go into Kansas city and beat Kansas city, which he Amazing. did in yeah. the regular season. Uh, the, it, it, people forget like the, the wild card game against the bills. He was sacked seven times. I looked this up. I was like, Holy shit. Six, seven times. They were down 16 to nothing and came back and won an overtime. Like he's, he's, he's a baller. Like he's a legitimate. Well, yeah. Player. And usually like you, you, I remember we did it before. Maybe it was on the pot or maybe off the pot, but we did like something like Aaron Rodgers or like Ben Roethlisberger. And we just look at like, these marquee quarterbacks and they're just like, they fucking make the postseason. Like they find a way. Yes. And I don't know what's record on it, but it is a brutal opening. Can I give you the first four games real fast, brother? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's horrific. It's at Kansas city. Yep. Hosting the Ravens. Yep. Let me catch my breath at Steelers. All right. Coin flip. And then hosting the Vikings. That's and then, and then Jaguars and then at Tennessee. And then hosting Green Bay in your first seven games. It is as brutal, brutal as a stretch. Yeah, but I mean, hard opening. you know, but they've gone, that's the thing, but they can catch fire because then when you come back after the bye, they've got at Jacksonville, at Cleveland, home for New England, which, you know, Cam Newton, maybe we'll see. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Detroit, Indy, Chicago, Indy, Cincy, Tennessee. So it softens up a bit, but it's like they can't they can't go two and sit or, you know, two and five and then try and get hot and go, yeah. you know, eight and Oh, for the rest of the thing to, to try and make the playoffs or eight and one trying to make the playoffs. Yeah. I get what well, you said. It was seven and a half, seven and a half. Yeah. All right. And, and what's usually the hardest division to call, like who's going to come out on top. It's not as hard this year, but like, give me the over, give me, give me Matt Belich on it. It's not a must buy, 
but it's just like it's a buy. Like I, I definitely like the Texans over seven and a half. And you're, and really, what you're doing is you're buying Deshaun Watson. Is really, that's that's really what. That's what I'm doing. Done. Yeah, that's, I, I just I, I like elite players, and elite players make elite things happen. And I get down with that because I fucks with Deshaun Watson. I love that. <laughs> and also, yeah, and it's also like uh, David Johnson. As much as like I made shit about, I, I like to make shit about people overvaluing running backs, which we'll get into. Spoiler alert with the Titans, but I do like to. Uh, wait a second! Don't don't. Okay, go ahead. Don't <laughs> blaspheme your your Lord and Savior, King Henry, the last I king. So much I love him so much. The difference between loving him and just like are we overpaying? But it's um, yeah, we'll get in there when we get it. But it's just like he's still quarterbacks make things happen, and he's top ten in the league for sure. And. I'll put money on that. All right, what's the number three team? But no, I and I apologize to all the podcast listeners that I actually blew into my fucking, like fucking <laughs> so I just <laughs> forgot that I was on the fucking podcast. Like <laughs> a fucking dummy, Jesus. Um, let's do the let's do the uh, let's we'll save your favorite for the last. Let's do the Colts. All right, the Colts. Um, the long-awaited Philip Rivers era in Indianapolis. You get what you win. I mean, what a fall from grace from this team. Four years ago, we're talking just like deceding the Patriots as like the AFC team to beat. And now we're just like Phillip Rivers. Let's see what we can make happen. Okay. I'm oh, you disagree? No, I, I, well, what, what's your line? Cause I think we might disagree on this. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, I have my line at six and a half. It is nine. What's official? You know what? Next week, because I was so far up, two and a half games off, you get to do it next week. We'll flip the script. I'll ask you the lines. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No, I've, I've been retired. I mean, I don't. I, you don't see it? I, no, I thought like, so the Colts finished last year with Brissett seven and nine. Yes. What changed, what's changed besides rocked. a 30, like eight year old quarterback, 39? Uh, they added DeForest Bunkner, Xavier Rhodes from Minnesota Vikings. I know he didn't play very well. Did not they play. Have, well. they, they have uh, they have a lot of good like young talent. You know, T. Y. Hilton hopefully will be safe. So here's the here's the thing: the four for Philip Rivers is his the wide receiver core maybe not as good as it was for the Chargers but the offensive line is significantly improved and they're a good running team. They have Marlon Mack. They've got now they added Jonathan Taylor, the rookie out of Wisconsin, uh, Michael Pittman. they also added wide receiver wise and their defense is pretty solid and adding Buckner is going to help against the run where they're a little porous against the run. So all those things, like I think they were a talented team and, and you like, I think we undervalue, them going seven and nine with all the issues like your your franchise quarterback just like and, and i'm not faulting your andrew luck for this but basically pulling up in week three and be like i'm out man yeah and then having to go with the jacoby reset and but then getting dinged up and once it started to fall bad it, it really fell off the wagons but they started out pretty solidly i think they were like a four and three or five and two to start right so i mean they, yeah it was, they, yeah it was a, a little america's darling going into the season yes or and like then, as they started they were like for the gas and they just petered off yeah and then i like frank reich as uh as a head coach and he's and he coached rivers in in uh uh san diego or i think it was san diego at the time but um yeah so i mean i think i think there's something there and i think 
very they very could go well. Well, he's, he's trying, like Philip Rivers has been surrounded with so much talent for the like entirety of his career, and he's never been able to make like a true true run. I mean, I think like there's an AFC Championship loss and whatever, like in 2000. Don't pull the number out of my ass. Like right. I don't know, 12 or something. But it was like I there's just I don't see how it changes now as you get older. Like you go there and just like not as much talent. I and it's 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 not a it's not a rough division obviously, but it's like you do the you do the Titans and I mean we we'll take a look at your schedule. Like you are playing the uh, FC North like we talked about. I I I don't know. Like I'm I'm weird that we're on two opposite ends of the page on this because I would be all in on the under nine games for the Indianapolis Colts led by Phillip Rivers. Like this sounds like the lock of all of this. Right. So their their toughest stretch, because I like the beginning of their season, right? They're at Jacksonville. They host Minnesota, the Jets. Then they're at Chicago, at Cleveland, and Cincy. So I think like four and two is very possible out of that streak, right? Then you're yeah. at Detroit. Then you're Baltimore, Tennessee. This is where it gets rough because you've got Baltimore at Tennessee, Green Bay. And Tennessee, Tennessee again. That's a really tough stretch. So maybe and then at are... Houston, which isn't going to be a fucking cakewalk, right? And then I mean, later... I said that's that's an easy zero and five finish. Sorry, good brother. No, you're good. You, yeah, yeah. Then you're at Raiders, Houston, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, right? So they're going to have to battle back in the in the second half of the season. And that that mid mid, if they can get out of there with a split in that Baltimore, Tennessee, Green Bay, Tennessee. Like if if they can get out of two and two, they're at seven win or you know six seven wins potentially right there. It's a hop skip and a jump away to grind it out for and depending on how Pittsburgh does because if Pittsburgh falls off and Jacksonville and and the Raiders and you split interdivisionally with Houston, I could see a way to get there. It's tough. Okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you should buy this over by any stretch of the imagination, no. but I think you're undervaluing a little bit of their talent and a little bit on Frank Wright. Well, now now I'm being defensive also because I'm two and a half games off, which is my <laughs> record. And this turns out to I don't remember the team that we were was it Redskins that we were totally opposed for, but real fast, not to circle back and not to bore the listeners. Here's the thing: you push you push with nine wins to lose right, the right. bet. The Colts have to win ten games. Give me nine wins out of the schedule. Let's go through it again. Give me nine wins. Uh, Jacksonville. Yep. Home for the Jets. Yep. Uh, At Cleveland. Not 100%. Close. I'll give you half. Two and a half. Okay, two and a half. Hosting Cincy. Yep, three and a half. At Detroit. Don't love that. I'll give you another half. Okay. So number four. Four. Uh, you don't think they split with the with the Texans? You don't think they split one game with the Texans? I'll home? split it. I'll okay. split. I'll split with the Texans. I'll give five. Five. Raiders. I'll give six. It's at Raiders, but I'll still give six. Gotcha. And then Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Six, seven, eight. If they want, and they're obviously going to be Jacksonville. Seven. I, there's not nine wins there. There is not nine wins. Okay. No, just, no, I'm not I'm not denying you. I'm not denying it at all. That's think, a that's an insane line. I'm gonna I'm gonna fire up and put money on that right now. 
that's cra- that's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. You're gonna hammer it, that under. Is this is this the map bed of the the so far? This is the this is the map lock. The map lock right now is go under on the Colts. Lock it in. We we have a little hangover they remember from last year. Everybody got excited about him a little bit. Like it's and everybody's just like Philip Rivers. Like if he couldn't do it in San Diego, L.A. This is, this is you selling on as much as you bought on De- De- Deshaun Watson. This is you selling on Philip Rivers. Uh sell like uh, short it, short as much as possible. <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, last Let's team. go to Tennessee Titans. Tennessee the last Titans. king getting paid. This is real America. This is America's darling for sure. Like everyone that's just a slight fan, everyone likes their favorite team. And then they're just kind of, if you're not an AFC fan, you're kind of rooting for the Titans because they had one of the most entertaining runs we've seen in the postseason in the last two decades, for sure. I mean, if you take Giants out of the equation, like it's in our lifetime. Like it was, it was really fun to kind of watch what they were doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, the fantastic run. Uh, they had a good vibe. Like I enjoyed watching the Titans and what they could do. Uh, Ryan Tannehill played the best football that he's ever played in a very quiet manner, but he was actually really good at, at the most important times when he needed to be. And then Derek, Derek Henry. Derek Henry. So uh, real fast, uh, before we get into the Derek Henry conversation, which we yeah, will have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what made Tannehill successful? So, and you know, I hit on this all the time and you like, you agree with it, but it's just like, is this guy just kind of getting a second chance and just like working in the system or did he finally figure out the NFL? Well, I think, I think Arthur Smith, the play caller for uh, the Titans was dealing aces during that whole time. And they made the switch. They pulled Mariota for him. They brought him in there for a reason, Tannehill. And he played incredibly well. And he played, you know, his best football in, like, you know, having the Derrick Henry in the in the backfield is something that he had not had before and allowed him to make the plays in, like, play action, allowed him to, like, pick apart zones. Like, he crucified defenses when they played zone against him. There, I was reading some stats on him. Like he was super accurate and super efficient when they played zone. When they played man, he was average. But when they played zone, he fucking crushed them. Uh, and they just did a great job. I mean, he was he just played really well. The question is, is will he be able to repeat this after signing this big huge deal and now becoming like, you know, not unlike Minshew? What we talked about earlier where he caught lightning in the bottle it's like can he continue to extend this this is the same question that we have can Tannehill put it in back-to-back years I, th- I think he can I think he's going to be a little bit on the um the Alex Smith level yeah. where it's just like uh you manage the game like it's not the guy it's not the guy it's not the sexy guy it's not what everyone's like betting on but there is a way when all the pieces come together it's just like oh this guy can make an actual run like if they have that gigantic receiver what's his name which oh they have well aj brown Corey davis oh aj brown right <clears throat> like yeah, the big yeah. rookie like that guy's a that guy's a monster right well yeah so well they both play for old miss so you're thinking of dk metcalf the big huge like jack dude from who plays for seattle um yeah and i'm looking forward to editing this out <laughs> no there's there's a no there's there's a there's a big dude on whatever this is what you didn't show up for you could you could log out and find out uh let's talk about <laughs> the big receiver i just remember there being a big receiver or maybe tight end 
that was giving all the problems when Derrick Henry like completely went off and like broke the record. Yeah, like Janu Smith is her tight end. Uh, Don't worry, this is all in the editing floor. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider myself athletic. You're fine. <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, trying, I'm trying to fucking help you out, dude. No, 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 yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. You're being you're being great. You know what? We'll we'll take the time. Who are the wide receivers for the fucking uh AJ Brown, uh Corey Maybe Davis? Is, is, is AJ Brown not big? He's not big. He's only six foot. But but he played with Old Miss, who played for DK Metcalf, who's a six two like freak that everyone was making like nuts. But he plays yeah. for Seattle. Yeah, have to look at it. Got it. One little break. Little break Adam, in Adam, Adam Humphreys. Uh, <laughs> that's what you know what that's who it was. It was Adam Humphreys. That's what I was thinking of. Thank God. Uh all right. Titans, American Starling. Um I get him at nine and a half. Ooh, you're a little over. Eight and a half. Full. And I you know what? I was thinking, I was thinking because Colts was so high, I was gonna have to dial that back at least a game. Yes. Because the, the Colts are favored to win this division. That if you, if I was in a coma for the last 10 years and you woke me up and you told me all this information and you're just like, who's going to win this division? Like I would put my rank of who's going to win this division. That's, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's completely off. It's all completely wrong. This, this division sets this pod in stone right now. It finishes Texans and Titans tied for records and then Colts Jags. Like I, here's what I'm saying. The Titans and the Texans will finish ahead of the Indianapolis. Oh, the Colts. <clears throat> I, I love flummox Brandana. This is my favorite. I Brandana. like, I just like, well, cause this is embarrassing. This is no, our, you shouldn't ass, be embarrassed. Like, no, 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 no. What, what are you talking about? This is I like perfect. It. This no, I like, to, I like to guess the lines, and when the lines in Vegas has them so far fucking off, let's make some money. The yeah. only way I can make up for it is just making money off of it. That's what I'm looking exactly. for. Exactly. Look, look, listen up, Vegas. He's coming for you. He sees you. He's going to fuck you up. I got you, Vegas. I can't, I can't describe a wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans, but I got you. I'm going to fucking burn you. I'm going to eat your lunch. This is the part where we whisper into the mics. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, nine and a half you picked it's eight and a half um again like i think the 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 big thing for me is is like they run it back right the defense yeah um you know they signed Vic easily yeah they spent too much oh yeah but don't forget for us to talk about they spent too much on the running back derrick henry as much as 11 you can't spend that much money on the running back it's not going to hamstring you now but it's going to no pun intended like eventually you're it's going to break Four years, fifty million, only Gosh. twenty-two and a half guaranteed. Uh, you know, his style of running—it's going to be very hard for him to keep churning, chopping those legs. Uh, they're going all in on it. I mean, God love them, but they're going all in on it, on a, in uh, Tannehill and uh, Henry, and they let Jack Conklin go, the right tackle. They drafted Isaiah Wilson out of Georgia whom um, I think that they think it's going to start. I don't know if Dennis Kelly's going to beat him out, but I think they think he's going to start. They brought in Vic Beasley for pass rush. That's their biggest thing right now. I don't think that they have like a certified pass rush. Um, and, and their secondary is okay. They had, I think Christian, they drafted Christian Fulton out of LSU. But anyways, um, I think 
I would I would think that this team should have been, and this is a little locker room bullets and board material that they aren't favored. Like it'd be it is surprising to me to see that they're not favored to win this division. When you look at their schedule at Denver, hosting Jacksonville, Minnesota, at Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Houston, all at home. It's not the easiest schedule, but I mean, it's not. But, but if you if you chop that, like it's a good look. Like it's it's not easy. But let's say like at Minnesota, like I already know I'm a Vikings fan. Like yeah. that's not the most losable game in the world. But uh, at Denver's not super easy. I get that. Jacksonville, sure, let's win that. Buffalo Bills hard. Say it's a hard start, but we come out of it right. We're like we're at Cincy and then Chicago and Colts, which I'm low on the Colts. Right. Obviously, but you're like. I think you you can get a couple wins out of those back-to-backs. Yeah, I mean, and it definitely softens up in the back half of the schedule. And I don't think that this team, this team isn't a team that's going to like, there's no, there's no blowouts in this. And there's every one of these games, I can see them doing exactly what they did in the playoffs or towards the end of the season. We're just like, no, we're, we're going to bend your will to what we want to do. It's not going to be the it's other just, way around. I'm so, so guys, like, I don't know how to make it better to the audience. Like I was off by two and a half games on one. And it's just like, I don't, I don't see the division shaking out like Vegas sees the division. So if you, if you want to rival me on it, you want to make it good, shoot us an email at it may be sports podcast at gmail.com. We'll be tackling the AFC West. We should get a guest next week for AFC West. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We've got, we've got all the fans in there. Look, B, We've all had our moments on this podcast. I, I didn't understand yeah. who Buford McGee was, and you were two and a half games off on this. It's a shameful podcast all the way around, folks. I'm so excited about. We should too. we should it's cut a check. Good. We should cut a check for all their 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 Patreon money they send us. We should, yeah, do, no. You want to do Patreon? We no, we are we're already asking <laughs> we're asking already asking too many people to like listen to our podcast. Let alone I just I hate pay that. us for our podcast. Hear me so defeated, but I'm not defeated because I'm correct. Because that's what the Brandana Gambling Corner does. MVP of the week. Let's get it to it, brother. Uh, I got. Yeah, you go I'm first. Going, all right. Uh, I'll do NBA players. Um, we're trying yeah. to get sports back up. It's not easy to be quarantined for everybody, um, and you guys uh, know how much you want to be seen. Not easy, and taking the first stab at getting this society fired back up to kind of what's normalized so hats off not easy beautiful yeah no we get it like you guys are going out there risking you know and 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 being away from it i i truly believe like the mental fortitude is going to be like the biggest thing for it but also too just to you know keep strong and doing what you're supposed to be doing and and you know trying to support your family so so good on you nba players i'm gonna go with another hero uh a young a young G, this guy is a fucking stud. I'm going to go with Bridger Walker. Have you heard about this story, B? Yeah, more than this, this is the young six-year-old who saved his young sister, his four-year-old <laughs> sister from a German shepherd. Have you heard about this? I did, yeah. Yeah, fucking took 90 stitches, said, if someone was going to die, I thought it should be me. Oh, God, I'm going <laughs> to I know, dude. I, I know, man. It is so, like... <laughs> That's amazing it's so amazing and he's been celebrated he's a big avenger guy and uh all the avenger cast you know they reached out, out. yeah yeah it's amazing and this guy is this young kid is like man I, you know i i was writing this and prepping for it and i would get like 
teary-eyed. I'm glad I thought for sure I was going to get teary-eyed again. Maybe I just cried it all out before the podcast. But this guy, this kid is unbelievable. And hats off to you, Bridger. You are a stud. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. That's up with it. This has been the MAB Sports Podcast. Guys, we're doing the uh, we're doing the Wee panel. Again, if you want to be a part of that, email us at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. You've been listening to MAB Sports Podcast. There is no shame in our game. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.